What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you doing this morning? Good morning. Um, a bit tired. Uh, got about four hours of sleep last night. But, uh, healthy and alive otherwise. Oh, you know, I was just about to pull it on you. I was going to say, you know, it's the first time you've not said that you're healthy and alive in, in I can't remember how long, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you to... beat me to it. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, yeah. All right. You know what? Let's talk some election stuff this morning. I, I know we don't like to talk politics on the morning show and all that stuff, I, but let's let, let's talk some election stuff because tomorrow's the big day, right? Tomorrow's the big day. Of course, of course, we're not going to know for oh, it's it's going to work. This thing's probably just going to drag out. Uh, and, and I'm yeah. confident that if, if Joe Biden doesn't surrender, no matter what, then he's going to win. Isn't that what Hillary said? Isn't that how? Yeah. That, kind of yeah so Hillary, well, Hillary and. Uh, Pelosi and yeah, well, Pelosi, she made a startling statement. I heard today. She says Joe Biden is going to win no matter what, Mm -hmm. no matter Mm -hmm. what he's going to win. Huh? Yeah. Now, no matter what the outcome is, he's going to win. Hmm. What does she mean by that? Well, yeah, I I wonder what she means by that. Uh, To me, that is I think their next card here. And this is just my guess. I think their next card to play here is going to be secession. Honestly, I, I really do believe that. I, I believe they're going to try it. They're going to take the blue states. They're going to secede. They're going to drag uh, old, old creepy Joe, who was given a speech in, in Florida and got to the podium and said, hello, Minnesota. Right. That guy. That, that happened just today. That was sad. It's, that's really sad. I, I thought maybe I, it was some kind of a Photoshop or a typo or something. It, it wasn't. No. Uh, in fact, I was checking out their website earlier and they were live streaming that um, that one. And it, it just I, I just hate it for him. Uh, you see his decline. It's like, dude, just go home and enjoy your family. But I say that and then you go and look at the text messages and the emails and all that stuff. And then it's like, well, maybe he's running because the family doesn't really have a good relationship. And he's, uh, you know, he can't really can enjoy ma- the family. Can you imagine Thanksgiving at the Biden house, Christmas time at the, at the Biden house. Yeah, yeah. Hey, where, that, where's Grandpa be... Joe? Oh, he's down there in his basement. He can't come out today. Sorry, he he's down there with his teleprompter. He's at the pool, letting the kids play with his hair. <laughs> All right, I'm not. Even, I, I don't have that clip ready, so I, I can't do it. <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> uh, but it, he did say what was the latest one? He said he was a kitchen table. Yeah. He learned yeah. while he was a kitchen table. Yeah, he, he learned while he was a kitchen table. I, I think I have that one. Do I have that one? Uh, yeah, I got that one. Here, here's the kitchen table one. As kitchen table, I learned a lot of basic lessons. OK, well, I mean, that that's good, right? That, that's good. He learned a lot of basic lessons when he was a kitchen table. Yeah, I some I of these, I, honestly, legitimately, some of these you can listen to and be like, OK, maybe, for example, the, the one where he said we've created the greatest election fraud system in history or, or however you phrased it. But it was basically he was a oh, voter well, fraud. He said I, and he's OK. So I believe technically that. speaking, technically speaking, he's not wrong. Right. But I think what he was really meaning is there's an organization that his campaign is working with that's trying to stop election fraud, the voter fraud and supposedly on, on the face. 
And I think that's what he was trying to reference there is that we're working, we've created the greatest organization that prevents voter fraud. But he kind of had a Freudian slip there and said what was actually going on or what's believed to be going on. And um, we all know it's happening. Whether th- this is this is the ironic thing. When I talk to people on the left and I talk to people on the right and voter fraud comes up, both sides believe the other side's doing voter fraud. So the question is not whether voter fraud is happening. It's more of a pointing fingers saying, oh, your side's the one doing it. And the other side saying, oh, no, yours is doing it. And there's no question about whether or not it's happening. That's what's ironic about this. And then you have the media saying, oh, there's no such thing as voter fraud. It it never happens. We've never seen it happen on large scale. Yeah, we've never had large scale mail-in ballots. So, I mean, of course, there's not large scale election fraud. Honestly, whenever they come up against a a landslide like this. It doesn't matter how much fraud they've got. The mail-in ballot thing, they were hoping that that was going to be enough to throw enough, you know, fraud in the horse. This is why even Pelosi's saying, uh, well, the post office has done everything they can, but you shouldn't you shouldn't rely on the post office anymore because they know that they can't stop even that. Not not with this. Not not with this big of a landslide. A bigger landslide is coming now than did the last time in 2016. It's bigger now than it was before. Everybody knows it. Look look at the Look at the events that that uh, Trump is having. He pu- he did three events. What was it last week? He pulled a hundred thousand. Biden did one to a parking lot of what five people. The camera panned around again just a couple of days ago, and on the panning around, there was a ninety-five inch teleprompter and six people behind it. That was it. That's all that's there. Uh, real but, quick, breaking. Yeah, go ahead. Real quick. Uh, this is not related to any election stuff. Apparently, uh-huh. there was a shooting in Austria at a synagogue. This okay. literally just broke minutes ago. Uh huh. Uh, looks like one person was killed. Uh, that's saying the report says the attacker may have detonated an explosive belt, uh, but there's uh, un- it's unconfirmed right now. Uh, this is expected. I I would expect that it's happening in France, happening and it's, it's going to yeah. happen all over Europe because the lockdowns are not working. People are well, not only the the lockdowns, but the the um, treaties, the yeah peace deals. That's yeah. been going on. Iran does yeah. not like them at all. No, they don't. This is another th- a wrench to throw in the works to try and hold yeah. Europe hostage. That's all this is. That's all this is. Well, and, and the next one, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, the, the the only thing that's that is going to get people to capitulate and to keep you in fear is for relentless attacks on all fronts at this point. That's all they have. That's all they have. They've got COVID. They've got the media. They've got terrorist attacks. What did I say? What did I say? You you remember me saying this. I said, what are you going to do next? What did I say back in the middle of summer? I said, what are you going to do next? Mass shootings, bombings, terrorist attacks. That's common. And here it is. This is it. So it's it's right on cue. It's right on cue. They're going to they're going to pull every dirty trick they got now because this is all they have. They're done. They're at end game. They got nothing else. This is all they have. They have to play this card. Because they've been jumped, right? They're, they're stuck. They've painted themselves into so many corners that they don't have any corners left. This is all they can do. So continue. I'm sorry. Uh, the the other thing I'm concerned with, uh, you know, having election day coming up, which obviously as a listener, you're listening to this the day of election, whereas it's tomorrow for us. But anyway, uh, the, the thing that I'm going to be really concerned with and watching is um, blue states going, oh, no, the the coronavirus is so bad. We're having spikes. It's, it's terrible. We have to lock down the polling places. Which 
You notice it's happening in every Midwestern state. All the surges are off the charts. They're hitting record numbers in all of the Midwestern states. Do you know who usually votes on day of election? Republicans. I was going to say conservatives. Conservatives. We, yeah. we, we go and we stand for hours in the mm-hmm. lines at the polls. Mm-hmm. And typically the early voting is Democrats usually, um, which is why we're seeing the larger turnout for Democrats in early voting. That's that's a normal election year. The difference is, is obviously the mail-in voting. And I'm, right. I'm concerned that places like Pennsylvania um, they or Michigan or New York, they have governors that are willing to go that extra mile for insanity. And uh, I could see them saying we have to lock down the polling places. <laughs> go that extra mile for insanity. <laughs> I've never heard it yeah. put, put quite like that. That's pretty good. Yeah. Well, that's what they're doing, right? They're, are with you the, saying, the crazy lockdowns and are you and saying killing that retirement homes? Are you, are you saying that that an astute governor such as Andrew Cuomo in New York? Are you saying that he's he would go the extra mile for insanity? I mean, Bruce, they they got hit harder than anywhere else in the world, and they did it right. You know what? You're right. I'm I'm giving him too much credit and intelligence <laughs> to think of that himself. You're right. He, he did tell us yesterday in his press conference, he said four plus three equals seven. He did tell us that. <laughs> how well, pathetic is that? How pathetic is that? Seriously, how yeah. pathetic is that? The Gateway Pundit, I was I almost at 538. The a Gateway Pundit, right? They're left-leaning. <laughs> the Gateway Pundit. The only thing that's out there that might not be left-leaning would be possibly Rasmussen. Possibly. Possibly. The, uh, the yeah, and that's, that's iffy at that. Uh, the Gateway Pundit is... It, they're calling it right now. This is their prediction. Okay, Trump three twelve, Biden two twenty six. Uh, they called this poll uh, as of two days ago. Uh, this, excuse me, as of yesterday. This was put out. I got it uh, this morning, but it was put out yesterday. The electoral college map of twenty twenty. Trump versus Biden. Trump three twelve, Biden two twenty six. And some of these states in here, they're looking at Nevada going red, Arizona going red which they're calling Arizona a uh, a swing state now. No. By this poll, they're showing Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and North Carolina all red. And then, of course, you've got, Wash- you've got the left coast, right? Washington, Oregon, California, Colorado, mostly because of Denver, uh, New Mexico, Illinois, Minnesota, Virginia, Maryland, and then, of course, all of the New England states. Those are going to be your uh, uh, your blue states. Now, when I say that that they're going to like their next trick in this, I think is going to be secession. Honestly, I think that's what it's going to be, because by Pelosi statements, by her saying that Biden's going to be the next president, no matter what. Well, then their intentions are clear, aren't they? You know, I I could see that. Okay, so secession, I think, is part of it. But with their war gaming that they were doing, the other thing that's possible is not just secession, but also um, splitting up California into multiple different states and Washington, D.C., Puerto yeah. Rico, um, Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico. Hell, they'll go are, for they'll go for Guam, too. Why not? Yeah. So I, I could easily see them doing that, uh, going that route and trying to pack the Senate, if you will, uh, just like they're, they want to pack the Supreme Court. And they're not just saying pack the Supreme Court, by the way. They're also talking about the lower courts as well. Well, now, see, Bruce, they, they just want to do what's constitutional and they want to do what's right. They, they want to make sure that every voice is heard. They want to make sure that everyone has a say in, in our democracy, right? Which we're not a democracy, by the way. I just like to throw that out there. We're a constitutional republic. But um, it, yeah, it's I, I think that it's going to be 
a complete landslide. I think that's what it's going to be. And again, the wargaming, the transition integrity project, the, the tabletops, everything about tomorrow night or tonight, if you're listening today, everything about tonight is going to be about convincing you that what you're seeing isn't what you're actually seeing. So if they call it, if even if it's 97 to three, they don't care. They don't care. They're done with our elections. If they could somehow or another cancel this election, they would. They don't care anymore. They've moved on. What are your predictions? I, I mean, I'm sitting here going on and on and on about how I'm, I think it's going to be a landslide. I think it's going to be even bigger than 2016. What's your prediction? Do you think that it's going to be within a point or two? You think it's going to be close? Do you think it's going to be a complete all out bloodbath politically? Uh, do, do you think that it's going to be um, uh, <laughs> the blue wave or the red mirage or any of these terms that they're throwing out there? What, what do you think it's going to be? So initially, I think it's going to be Trump's going to he's going to well, it's going to be a landslide. It's kind of what I'm thinking. But we're going to have a lot of hanging chads. Um, there's a lot of states that have changed their their voting criteria, basically saying mail-in ballots will will continue counting them up to a week after, which means uh, those votes can't be trusted. So there's going to be a lot of litigation. It's going to the Supreme Court multiple times. Um, the Democrats are going to complain because Amy Coney Barrett isn't going to excuse herself or recuse herself, whatever the word is. She won't step down or step back uh, during that. She's going to be part of the the process. And they're going to throw a hissy fit because, oh, she's a conservative and they packed the court and blah, 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 whatever. But I think Trump's going to win in the end. I also think these tech giants... Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, or Google, they're going to silence or censor conservatives, uh, especially if you talk about the election, Trump winning for a week after or longer after the election. I think they're going to start silencing them or even banning outright. Well, I think they're going to take some action. By the way, uh, I said that uh, the Gateway Pundit was left leaning. I I was incorrect about that. I was mixing that up with, uh, with Politico. And so that uh, Politico's left leaning. That's where I was getting the two confused. I, I, I do apologize. That's not what I meant to say. So uh, yeah, yeah they, they, I looked they it up and it. they were saying far right. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's I, I I thought. Wait a minute, did I actually say it was left? No, it's right leaning. But yeah. Uh, yeah, Politico's is the left leaning one. Yeah, and they of course say there's a lot of false information and whatnot there. And honestly, I don't know. I don't I don't read that uh, in, in my regular. I look at a lot of contradictory um, opinions or, or like when we look into the news and whatnot, we're looking at all the left leaning news medias. Um, I still look to. at the right leaning ones. You have to. Because, you know, they're covering things like, um, I don't know, the the Biden laptop. You know, they're, they're talking about that, whereas the left won't. So I look at both, but more left than right. USC Final has released a poll. This is according to Yahoo. Uh, they're saying that um, Biden leads President Trump by double digits nationally. Now, this is the same this is the same uh, outlet that showed uh, that it was the most accurate poll in 2016. And I believe they said Hillary Clinton was going to win in 2016. But uh, PA, right, Pennsylvania, they're saying that that's going to go to Biden. I don't think so. I don't think so. It's it's entirely possible. But when Joe's talking about banning fossil fuels, that doesn't fare too well up in uh, up in PA. Uh, People up there like their carbon. And so uh, I, I don't think getting rid of fracking and getting rid of the coal mining industry and whatever's left of the steel industry up there, I, I, I don't think that that's going to play well. What played really well is when Trump talked about the oil and gas industry and he mentioned flyover states, states that people don't really think about that have an oil industry. One of those was Oklahoma. And you know what? The people around here, I know they were they were 
it perks it perked their ears up and they're like well he, he's, he knows about us he's paying attention to us and that's the vibe that they get so just those little hints like that you you get these flyover states that are like he he is actually paying attention to us whereas biden he's not he's saying we're going to shut down your oil and gas we're going to take all your guns we're going to uh redo the entire industry you're not going to be allowed to have your own business anymore lock Raise the whole taxes. nation down mandate yeah. masks because he's going to listen to the scientists. That's what he said. Of course, he doesn't mention what scientists those are and, and who they are. Of course, uh, Anthony Fauci, that's um, somebody he's he's kind of I think they locked him out of the White House. I don't think he's allowed back there anymore. He, he's yeah, he hasn't played he, nice. He said uh, he hasn't talked to Trump in a while. Like they haven't discussed things. about Boo hoo. Yeah. Boo hoo. Uh, Tony, you were wrong about everything. So we, we can't be having that. Sorry. We're bulldozing businesses left and right because of you. So, yeah, uh, yeah. go 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 back to New York. <laughs> he, he's, he's a nice guy. And, you know, oh, I like nice him. Guy. But, uh, yeah. you know, we, we have our disagreements, uh, according to Trump. Yeah. And honestly, yeah. he's a nice guy. He's um, but he's been wrong on a lot of these things. And you're fired. <laughs> I, I oh, that's, think that's one that's of the that's one about, of the things I think will happen. That's what after he says election, about Phil Murphy. Yeah, that's what he says about Phil Murphy. You know, the little worm, the governor up there from uh, from New Jersey mm. says the same thing about him. Yeah. Phil, governor Phil Murphy, great guy. Uh, no, Mr. President, he's not a great guy. This is, this is a well, guy that shuts I, down churches, but he keeps liquor stores and marijuana dispensaries open. Yeah, I mean, OK, so as a person, he might be a great guy, you know. Like on a on a personal level. OK, but all his right, policies are garbage. All right. Fair enough. Um, fair enough. I, I, you know, I always made that argument about Bill Clinton back in the day. I said, you know what? I bet if you go to a party, seriously, you know, I bet if you go to a party yeah. with Bill Clinton, he's probably the life of that party. He probably is. Yeah. He's probably a guy that you could sit down, you could have a drink with and you could laugh and you could carry on and all that stuff. But man, his government policies suck. <laughs> so. <laughs> and may, literally maybe it's the same cases. way yeah it, it, yeah right maybe it's the same way with with a lot of these other guys now governor cuomo i won't go to his house for dinner i can assure you uh which what did he say that day you know you got you got to come back come on <laughs> i'll buy you a drink we'll go to dinner come over i'll cook i don't want to go to your house for dinner governor he is a, but no his family is they're cutting ties to their heritage if you will their family was mafia yeah they're kind of Sweeping that under the rug and trying to to well, oh no we, we don't want to have any of that heritage and well here here's the thing though I mean and and I'm being serious was it really such a bad thing uh, hear me out on this was it really such a bad thing as compared to the ones that are in office right as compared to the ones that are in office I, now I know that I know that Cuomo is in office right I get it but as compared to the crime that's in the streets now. I'm talking like Antifa. I'm talking BLM, all the ones that are out there smashing businesses. The wise guys never did that. They, they ran clean neighborhoods, albeit they had their own stuff going on behind the scenes. That's their business, right? I don't know anything about that. But you could unless walk you down protection money. Uh, unless you didn't pay your, your whatever. Yeah. But my point is, is that you could walk down the streets of Hell's Kitchen back in the day, back in the 50s and the 60s, and no one would touch you. No one would touch you. You could leave your Christmas presents in your car and no one would steal them. You wouldn't get in, you wouldn't see fights or, or muggings or anything out on the streets. Any, anytime that would happen, the person would be found before the police could get to them. And they were given a, a, a talking to or a shellacking or both. Uh, and that was that was the end of it. Now, why is it that that was done by the uh, certain members of certain communities in those neighborhoods? Because it was bad for business. 
Now, you can call it whatever you want. I mean, they ran a straight business. They provided a service to the community. At the same time, they protected the community. I would argue that you had less crime when you had the the families and the wise guys running those businesses and keeping the neighborhoods clean than what you do now with BLM and Antifa thugs out in the streets. That That's my argument. I, and I'm serious. Maybe. Uh, the The only counter I have to that is... I don't know the dealings they were doing. I don't know how many people were so said, sleeping I, with the fishes. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know. know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. That That's right. But what, what I'm getting at is arguably, I don't know. Was it just as bad, but behind the scenes? Was it behind the curtains that we it was just as bad as what Antifa's doing and whatnot? It's just it was behind the curtains. That's what I'm getting at. I, I don't know the depth of the corruption and what was going on, but to be honest, if you're going to have, okay, if you're going to have to deal with corruption and crime, I would prefer to have to deal with corruption versus Antifa out there destroying your, you know, your livelihood, your, your businesses, or even a government saying you have to lock down. I would prefer something like, um, you know, insider trading or something more on those lines than I would people actually getting physically assaulted, attacked, killed, whatever businesses being destroyed. But I, I don't want uh, either. Just to be clear. Yeah, I, I don't want either either. Couldn't agree with you more. Anyway, uh, we are going to have to jump out of here. We will be sitting down with Marty and Ned later on this afternoon, so we'll be talking about a wide variety of topics. We want to kind of pick up where we left off. We're going to be talking about uh, the Snitch Society. Should be pretty interesting. So thank you for sitting down this morning, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners. For all these topics more, please check us out later on this afternoon, and I hope everyone has a great morning.